Randy Tobler, Truth Warrior, Woke Destroyer on News Talk STL. Really pleased and looking forward to uh, to meeting, introducing you and meeting Andrew Krapachet, who is the founder and CEO of RedBalloon.Work, your brilliant platform for workers and employers who love freedom. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Randy. I'm glad to be here. So I love uh, at redballoon.work, I love all your videos, your testimonials uh, with, uh, I call them recovering uh, politically correct employers and employees. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and and what, what's the genesis of your business? What, how'd you get the idea? And, uh, you know, it's just such a unique idea. Tell us about where it came from and what it's about. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, so I was a tech executive for the last 15 years. Um, and about nine months ago, my board decided I was a little too conservative and a little too Christian for their liking. Um, and so I found myself delightfully unemployed. And I thought, well, um, I would love to figure out how can I help other people that were in the same situation that I was. Um, and the company that I was running before was focused on labor market data. So I was looking at an enormous amount of data, realizing that there was going to be a labor shortage coming. Um, we saw that coming years ago because the demographics of our country. And um, I also, when you're a, I'll call it a left coast executive, you end up running, rubbing shoulders with a lot of people who really are pushing for a very woke worldview um, in the way that they run their organization. Um, and I saw it just sapping the joy and the life out of workers um, when they're going through CRT training or if they're going through DEI training or sensitivity training um, and instead of just focusing on their job and so I thought man if there's any way that I could try and help with that um, I should so uh, redballoon.work is what we decided that we wanted to start um, and we have been so blessed by this adventure um, it's called red balloon because if you've ever been on a hot air balloon it's a little bit terrifying and a lot bit fun kind of like looking for a new job and people are moving <laughs> to red states or red regions of states just to look for freedom. Um, and so we thought, great balloons help you fly. You should find a new job and then work because work is very satisfying. Work is deeply um, gratifying if you, if um, done for someone that you enjoy working with. So red balloon dot work. Um, and the response should be really encouraging to every American out there who cares about freedom because every employer that's on red balloon has to sign a pledge that says, you know what, I believe that the Constitution still matters and applies to all my employees and my future employees. And I'm going to respect the freedom of my employees to make their own decisions, whether it comes to vaccines or pronouns or any of these things. I'm going to let them actually have freedom. Well, in only six months, we've had over 1,800 employers sign up and say, you know what, I'll sign that pledge. I'll respect the freedom of my employees. I will do the right thing for America. And when you see that kind of response in a small amount of time, it's super encouraging uh, because it just tells you there's still a lot of people in America that believe in freedom. They believe in the Constitution. I mean, look, uh, conservatives are the largest ideological group in America. Unfortunately, we're the least likely to say anything. Um, and so just getting a response like this has been super awesome. I tell you, it is it is one epic website, and your videos are entertaining. I'm looking at one now. You call it the uh, this was back last summer, the crapshoot episode one, episode two. You're, you're just having you're just having a lot of fun, and that's I think people want to. You said it. People want to return. They want to go to work where there's joy, and because there is joy and fulfillment in work when you have you work with like minded people and like minded bosses, and I don't necessarily. I'm saying politically like-minded, but people who will let you think what you want 
want to think, not force you to think what you think, what they want you to think, not cancel you if you don't think, and not force you to take some crazy training where you would apologize to the ancestor of someone who was a slave, you know, 150 years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, it's and 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 you know we're we're very blessed, many of us in the places where we work and live. But the stories I've gotten through Red Balloon are just overwhelming. When I hear um, a lady in uh, the Seattle area, and she had an American flag for her background for Zoom because she couldn't come to the office because she wouldn't get the vaccine, so she had the Zoom background with the American flag. And they said, you know, that's a little that's a little white supremacist, so we're going to need you to take that down. Uh-huh. But then she said a coworker had a picture of a, a black man being lynched, um, which and uh, like terrible. And the caption said, a good man died at your hands today. And not only was that tolerated, that was celebrated in this corporation. And so <sighs> I think a lot of us don't realize how bad it is, um, yeah. but there's lots and lots of people who are like, you know what, I'm fed up with this, I'm done with it. I think there's kind of a conservative awakening happening in a lot of parts yeah. of America right now. And people are like, I'm gonna go find a job with people who think the way I do, um, or at, less, at least will let me think the way I want to. You know, it used to be conservatives and liberals could have a disagreement and still go out and have a beer and be good friends. Um, but it's hard to do that anymore. Well, and, and, you know, I think it's to me, this is the ultimate expression of the of the free marketplace. Let the market rule. If there are people who want to go to places where the woke culture is the default culture, God bless them. God love you. Right. That's great. Yep. You know, but but I would call that flat balloon. I'd call that crashing balloon. Dr. <laughs> you know, I, that's, but, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> but well, by I, the same to, by the same token, no one's you know, I'm I'm so thankful that you're out there because I think you're going to grow just exponentially. It looks like you already are. Now, is this a place where um, both employers and employers? employees uh, sign up and how does it work and do you do you do you register as an employer or as an employee or both yeah you can register as either and you know you can just think about it as employment matchmaking for um, we'll say conservatives, right? People who just want freedom. Although there's a lot of people on here who wouldn't consider themselves conservative, but they do believe that America was founded on freedom and they want more of that, um, which I think is really, really great. So if you're an employer, you can go on and you can sign up, you can uh, register, you sign your pledge, um, you can post jobs for a very nominal fee. Um, you can also get access to a resume database so that you can uh, go out and proactively uh, reach out to conservatives who are actively looking for jobs right now. Um, so that's an option. Um, and if you're an employer, not only are you going to get access to the best kind of workers, you know, the people who just want to show up and work and not try and turn your office into a political activism uh, location, um, but you're also going to be encouragement to a lot of Americans out there because when Americans that are at large woke companies and they're, they want to speak their mind, um, they know it might cost them their job. And you're going to give them a lot of courage if they know that they can go to redballoon.org work and find a job with a like-minded employer like yourself. So you're not only um, hopefully going to get great employees, you're also going to be a super great encouragement to people, which is fun. And then if you're a job seeker, it's totally free to you. You can go on there, you can look for jobs, you can fill out a resume and you can put it in the resume database so employers can come and find you. Um, There's also a lot of great resources on the blog. 
um, interviews with people who have gone out and found new jobs or employers who are looking for employees. Um, there's Laura, the labor lawyer, who uh, can give you advice on legal matters. Um, and as a little bit of a bonus, there's even a video game on there called Pronoun Landmines. So you can oh, go yeah. in there and you can uh, you can actually play a game that uh, maybe pokes fun at some of the craziness today. Yeah, I was I was going to get there. It's really fun. And, you know, folks, it's not a bad idea. We're talking with Andrew Krapischetz, who is the CEO and founder of RedBalloon.Work, a, a job board for connect to connect uh, employers and employees who celebrate freedom and just want to work and make a, make a, a difference in the widget or the service you provide and get paid for it without any other noise in the way. Right. I mean, that's what it's about. That's, exact, and, that's it. That's exactly and it. That, it's a fun game. And you, it'd be fun to, 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 you know, put your tween or your teen on there you're still impressionable youngster and just have them play that game because it's hilarious and it's just uh it exposes the 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 mischief that people are, are at at work so um so i'm anticipating now i'm glad to say you had a labor lawyer there because i'm thinking wow so i'm a woke employee who wants to work for andrew's company or one yeah. of the companies on there and i apply uh, and i don't get hired well, I'm immediately right. going to file a, some kind of a discrimination suit, right? Especially if I'm in a protected class, you know, a federally protected right. class. Are there protections yeah. against that? I mean, do you help uh, uh, help employers navigate that? Yeah, we do. Um, and we can we can help with that. And Laura actually has a lot of articles on there to help you think about um, how you deal with that. And you're absolutely right. The the screening process to find someone who's not going to be a massive disruption to your company culture is really difficult because there are a lot of questions you're not allowed to ask. Um, and I'll be honest, part of the reason that we did a video game called Pronoun Landmine is it is a natural, I'll call it a screening system, because um, probably no liberal in their right mind is going to uh, spend the time and effort to sign up on redballoon.work um, and be associated with anything like that. Yeah. Uh, we also ask the employees to sign a pledge to say, if you're going to be um, signing up here and applying for jobs through Red Balloon, you need to basically agree that you're going to focus on work and not political activism in the workplace one way or the other. But you're going to focus on respecting everybody's freedom, uh, bringing value to your employer, um, and not trying to use your position as an employee as a way to push your worldview on everyone around you. And so um, we have had lots and lots of employers who called me and said, man, Every person I'm hiring on redballoon.work is actually cleansing to our culture because it's just hardworking people who just want to focus on bringing value. Um, and right. it's so fun to hire people like that. And, you know, you're, the pronoun landmine game and just the fact that people read about your mission and your values on the website – uh, you know, it's sort of just going to filter out people that they're going to immediately go. No, no, no. If I'm woke and if I'm a if I'm a they them, uh, probably not a place to go. That's, so, right. that's, that's exactly it. Yep. Little little bit of pre pre application screening there. <laughs> can you just take a couple of minutes? And I really appreciate. Uh, you, I know it's Miller time, probably wherever you're at. But if you can take a couple of minutes and. Um, and just explain the the story of Doctor's story, uh, because I, as a as a doc, yeah. was interested in in that story. That's a great testimonial. 
Yeah. So if you go onto our blog at redballoon.work, you can see I've interviewed a number of people, everyone from Gavin DeBecker, who was just on the Joe Rogan show. Um, and he's been hiring a ton of people through redballoon.work. Um, and he does private security, but also interviewed Dr. Rod Story. Um, and Dr. Story was uh, basically the top hospitalist at a local hospital here in uh, the Idaho area. He was actually over across the state border in Washington. And the hospital decided they were going to start doing these transgender surgeries. And he's like, well, so the problem is as a hospitalist, I am going to have to go and um, deal with um, these people. I'm going to have to give them medication. I'm going to have to try and help them through this process. And his strong belief was that it is not doing no harm to take perfectly good organs and destroy them on someone. And so he simply would not do that. And obviously he is a very strong Christian man who saw it as God created people a certain way. um, And it is not our job to try and uh, push against that. And so he ended up going through a very difficult uh, firing process at that hospital. Um, And we knew him well, even during that time. And he said it was just, it was hard, but it was clear that God was redeploying him because he ended up starting a direct care provider here in Moscow. Um, And basically you pay as a family, a subscription, and then everything is covered from there on, which is so, so cool. Um, And our family goes there and we've had everything from, you know, minor, minor stitch up to we've got a bloody nose that just won't stop um, and we can just call him up and it's all part of the subscription so it was clear that he was being redeployed even through a very difficult process and you can see the whole interview right there on the blog i tell you it's it's entertaining and it's informative and that's the magic that's the secret sauce that's going to just uh, propel you you're a red balloon you may need to have someone tethered so you don't get into elon musk's spacex <laughs> territory i don't know that's right. That's right. We'll see. We'll see. It's, yeah. it's been really fun. And it's the only business. So I've run a lot of businesses over the years. It's the only business I've ever been part of where I get unsolicited thank you notes from perfect strangers every day because we're doing something good. We're helping people. And I guess that would be my encouragement to everyone listening today. Do something right. Go out and look for a new job or stand for something you actually believe in, in your workplace, um, go help someone or go tell someone about red work who you think really needs to move from their big woke corporation, because the more conservatives are willing to do things and help each other, um, the more that we're all going to be blessed. Yeah, well, and you are a blessing to everyone listening tonight. And uh, I don't know, it's it's funny on this, uh, it's metaphorical in this uh, on this Easter weekend, you know, uh, a bad thing happened uh, ahead of the weekend and a great thing happened and uh, someone Amen rose to, to, to save us all on Sunday. And I'm thinking, man, uh, I would never con- compare anything that happens on the earth to the wonderful spiritual miracle that happened on Easter Sunday. But man, you're sure doing your best for the earthly earthly bound, let me tell you. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're working out, you know, we're all in this together. And the more yeah. that people stand up and do things for other people and they're yes. courageous, um, they're going to give other people courage. And then that's just going to have a wonderful ripple effect. So um, I just hope more people do it. They're encouraged by the work at Red Balloon. Um, tell someone about it. Go check out the site. Um, yeah. I'm really, I'm grateful. Yeah. Now I have to ask you one final thing before we let you go. Did you say here in Moscow, 
Idaho? I, yeah, I should say that. In Moscow, as in Moscow, Idaho, not how, Moscow, Russia. I was going to say, uh, yeah. how ironic that freedom-loving, red balloon founding Andrew Krapachet lives in Moscow. Man, how, how that's beautiful. That's just rich. You it's couldn't, a, you couldn't a, make that up, a man. Great, a great story. That's right. That's right so. <laughs> hey, we love you, Andrew. Thank you very much, man. Now, let's check in and see uh, how the growth of your outfits go in there, uh, you know, in the near future, okay? Okay, thanks for having me, and have a wonderful day and a wonderful Easter weekend. You too. Blessings to you. There he is, Andrew Krapischetz. And it's a redballoon.work. If you just log on to Red Balloon, you're going to get a company that uh, sells vouchers for experiences. But his is redballoon.work. So it's, uh, it's a great website. And yeah, it gets you thinking. gets the juices flowing. There is hope. Back after this. This is the Randy Tobler Show. Do we want to get right? Well, that was inspirational, wasn't it? To to hear our conversation with Andrew Krapuchet. And it's funny, you know, I when I contacted him to to do the interview, I said, "Hey, can we? Uh, is it is it Krapuchet?" Because it's spelled C-R-A-P-U-C-H-E-T-T-E-S. Yeah, right. And I thought, okay, crapouche, right? I mean, it's it sounds, hey, wee oui, wee, oui, you know, I will take another croissant, oh, oh, oh. you know. Uh, well, we oui. <laughs> Max is over here twirling his imaginary mustache, like like Joe Biden shaking on. the imaginary yeah. hand yesterday. Yeah. He's doing his Marcel Marceau yeah. imitations. Um, and and he says, no, it's crap shats <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And you can tell he's a really cool guy, right? I mean, you know, living out there in Moscow, Idaho, right? I I wanted to ask him, so is this anywhere near Ruby Ridge? Because it sounds like, you know, you know, you could be the kind of guy that could just celebrating freedom, like freedom in your face. I think that's the way many of us are getting these days. It's like, leave me alone. But um, he, he responded right away. And he's got on the video uh, on his uh, site, redballoon.work. Uh, he's got a video he calls Crap Shoot. So he's taking advantage of an interesting oh, name. Absolutely. But I was really inspired by that. A, a friend of mine who uh, works for Fox News, uh, writes for the Fox News uh, digital side, uh, referred me to him and said, man, this is the real, this guy's the real deal. And you know it's the real deal, Max. You know this. Uh, and Max works tirelessly to book guests for the program. And once in a while, I'm, you know, contacting someone. But you know how it is. You talk to the publicist. The publicist says, I'll talk to X and I'll get back to you. And the guest, you know, well, he can't do it. She can't do it. Well, how about right away? I was communicating with Andrew, which nice. tells me something. Yeah. Right. Because uh, that doesn't happen all the time, does it? No, sir. It does not. It's pretty it's pretty rare. And there have been times where I have done interviews for the movie show that I do. And it's always a publicist and it's always you can't ask about these questions or keep it to 10 minutes. And every once in a while, when I call a number or I'm receiving a call, it's the person, the actor, the yeah. actress, the director, the writer just saying hello. And that always makes a huge impression on me when they don't yes, have yes. those handlers. I, I am just hopelessly smitten by that kind of behavior. I mean, I'm they own me after that because it's uh, these days in, in medicine in so many places and maybe it's a generational thing. But have you noticed that there are a lot of people that just don't want to call you? They don't want to have a conversation. 
Everything is by email or by text. There's very it's it's a depersonalized world in a way because I'm sorry, texting and emailing is not a personal communication form. It just it just isn't. It's you have time to think it over and contrive the answer, and you know there's too much um, there's too much calculation going on. I like spontaneous interaction. Of course, that can get you in trouble too. At any rate, once in a while. Remember when Obama talked about how Obamacare was just the first step to, uh, you know, single payer medicine, universal health care. Do you remember when Obama talked about those of us who cling to our Bibles and our guns? Once in a while, we catch liberals saying things that we know they've never admitted to, but it exposes them. I mean, talking about the clothes coming off of the emperor or empress. In this time, wait till you, this is the clip of the week. We're going to play it right now. This is Mika talking with Joe, talking about Elon Musk. And wait till you listen to it right at the very end. We'll play it again, uh, just that last little bit. You won't want to miss this, and you'll want to probably find it somewhere online and archive it to play for your children. Because every time they hear someone for the left, they need to know that, well, there's an agenda. Take a listen. The dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts, and it could be that while unemployment and uh, the the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think, and that if, is the that is our you, job. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. There's so much wrong with that. So much revealing about that. First of all. Is she trying to say that Elon Musk, in wanting to create an open platform that is not cancel culture, that is not censor, that is truly a free marketplace of ideas, and as he says, is really the foundation of a free democracy, that somehow he's trying to control speech? Hello? There's no indication that Elon Musk in anything he said that well I want to be a I want to be a getter I want to turn Twitter into a right wing you know mouthpiece I've not heard that anywhere yet she tries to claim that and then play it again Max this is just this is rich this he is- could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think and that yeah. is the that is yeah, our yeah. job yeah. You have to laugh. You have to laugh. I mean, I mean, that's our job to control what people think that that says it all. And if I'm if I'm in the if I'm anyone in the conservative movement, whether I'm Republican or libertarian running for office this cycle, that has to be a part of my attack on the left and their collusion with the media to control what people think, what they see, and therefore control how they vote. Because sadly, I mean, ultimately, the the decision and the accountability is with you, the voter. We know that. But there are people who are not as as careful, as um, introspective, as deeply thinking when it comes to sorting out what issue you're going to vote for through the candidate and their platform. There's just people that are just not that engaged. And yes, Mika has said it right. People can be controlled by the messaging. And and the first part of it is astounding too. Well, look, inflation, I mean, come on, he could distort our message. 
what, what, what about what what about the message like this is Putin's inflation, that misinformation that this is Putin's rise in gas prices? No, Mika, they started going up the day that he canceled Keystone, the day that he canceled the oil leases. Oh, oh, oh. And did you see that? That bit of deception and lies and conniving on the part of the White House when they announced proudly that 180,000 acres of oil are now going to be of land are going to be opened up for leasing, new leases. That's only 20% of that that was under consideration. So he crushes the oil lease industry and availability because not all those leases are going to be exercised because the explore the 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 pre-exploration may show uh probably not worth taking the risk to drill there low likelihood that there's going to be anything there and they so they they ballyhoo that now they're suddenly in a reversal of of uh, policy they've they've opened up the lands for oil leasing yeah a fifth of what was under consideration that fine print did not make it onto the liberal media but I and Max, your trusty seekers of truth, your trusty destroyers of woke, we report that to you. You won't hear it on Mika because, after all, Mika controls what you think. I mean, that's oh, her man. job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Whoa. I heard that and I just, it kept reverberating in my mind. I thought, look, that, that was, I think they all think that, well, take a listen to, they're so deluded. They're so they're so misguided. They believe uh, Stelter probably believes he's got Fabio hair. I don't know. <laughs> Take a listen to Brian Stelter and how a a young uh, freshman at a University of Chicago, uh, you know, think tank, uh, you know, panel uh, nailed him on what CNN's all about. Uh, my name is Christopher Phillips. I'm a first year at the college. Uh, my question. Uh, You've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation, uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They push the Russian collusion hoax. They push the Jussie Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick Sandman as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. Uh, with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh, apologists and cheerleaders for the regime, is it time to finally declare that the uh, the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or no longer operative? Uh, all the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? It's too bad. It's time for lunch. Uh, you have 30 seconds. No, I mean, right. there's, a, there's a clock that says 30 seconds. But, but I think my honest answer to you, and I will, I'll come over and talk in more detail after this, is that I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. Uh, oh but I understand God. that that is a popular right-wing narrative about CNN. I think it's important when we talk about shared reality and democracy, all these networks, all these news outlets have to defend democracy. And when they screw up, admit it. Uh, but... When Benjamin Hall, the Fox correspondent, was wounded in Ukraine, the news crews at CNN and the New York Times stopped what they were doing, and they tried to help. They tried to help him get out of the country. They tried to find the dead crew members. That's what news outlets do. That's how they actually do work together to your question about sharing those kinds of connections and trust. Okay, so Brian Stelter, shame on you for not admitting that your network, and you were a big part of it, buddy, 
were part of the big lie about the Russian hoax, uh, the, the, the Russian collusion with Donald Trump, and he was a, a Russian agent. And for you to, to obfuscate, to dodge, to talk about how everyone cared about Benjamin Hall, you see, that's what the liberals do. They dodge and weave, and they go to the emotions, they tug at the heartstrings, and they don't answer the question. And, and on this, I, you know, I'm, this may sound a little syrupy, but this is a weekend when Christ rose to give us salvation from our sins and, and ultimate, you know, forgiveness. And the fact that these people can stare us, well, or stare the camera, and therefore the viewers in the face, and lie, boldface lie, and then not, and this is a part of recognition of the forgiveness of sins, not repent of them, and at least try to correct their ways. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God, but we do try to improve ourselves in thanks for the ultimate gift that God gave in his son. And it's sad that on this weekend we highlight these people who are so sinful in not carrying out their duty as journalists. I mean, when you knowingly lie and then you deny it, when you knowingly claim you're going to control people's thoughts, I don't know, that comes close to a sin for me because I thought that we were supposed to be free. God gave us the freedom to think on our own and act on our own and make mistakes on our own and ask for forgiveness on our own. These people on the left, these elitists in the media, in the academy, in the swampy, foggy stench of D.C., are fully aware of their mistakes, and that makes it even worse. It's one thing if you're psychotic and you're crazy. It's another thing when you're aware of it and people point it out to you like this freshman at the University of Chicago, and you continue to do it. That's what's sad. Uh, I'd like you to play the Jen Psaki uh, uh, clip there because this is one more lie. Listen to this deception from Jen Psaki. The first bus of migrants arrived in D.C. today. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott making good on his promise to send migrants to the president's doorstep. Uh, I think you previously called it a publicity stunt. Is that still the view of the White House? Can you give us any reaction to this busload of migrants arriving here in D.C.? Well, these are all migrants who have been processed by CBP and are free to travel, so it's nice the state of Texas is helping them get to their final destination as they await in their, their outcome of their immigration proceedings, and they're all in immigration proceedings. Did you hear that? I mean, Jen, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. We're smarter than that. I know you think we're dumb. We're smarter than that. You know what the immigration proceedings are that they're in? They were given cards or some kind of a summons to come back to immigration court. And yes, they voluntarily got on a bus chartered by and paid uh, chartered by Greg Abbott and paid for by Texas citizens to make the uh, the stagecraft play that. Yeah. OK, you want them. Uh, yeah, they're going to be in your backyard, Washington, D.C. You think it's so cool to let the illegals in? The, the proceedings that they're in, she implies, she wants us all to think that, well, oh, don't worry, we're going to take care of that and make sure, you know, they don't, they will never show up. 80 to 90% of these people that are given the summons, they're given a free pass, go into the interior of the United States, make sure you show up for your court date. They're gone. They're done. They're now part of the United States of America, benefiting from welfare programs, in certain places getting driver's license, in some places in municipal elections voting. And if Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden and the squad get their way, they'll be voting in elections. 
Shame on you, Jen. We know the number, and we've called it out on you. And we got your number. When we come back, looking forward to talking to Seth Dillon, the founder and CEO of Babylon B. A lot of fun coming up, and uh, he's going to be the co-headliner with Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr. here on uh, Thursday evening with uh, the Defense of Liberty uh, thing, which is sold out except for VIP tickets. We'll talk about that and talk about the Babylon B and Seth Dillon right after the break. He could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that if, is the that is our you, job. Yeah. Randy Tobler, Truth Warrior, Woke Destroyer on News Talk STL. I'm your two o'clock. Oh, hey, Mandy. Uh, have a seat. What can I do for you? It's terrible. I can't even. I have literally lost my ability to even. Well, let's calm down. What was it? Some sort of tragic loss? Death in the family? No, no one misgendered you, did they? No, it's even worse. Elon Musk wants to buy our company. <sighs> All right, not another one. <clears throat> All right, just tell me, what is it about Elon buying Twitter that actually bothers you? And remember, this is a safe space. There's no judgment here. If he buys our free speech platform, people will be able to have free speech on our platform. Well, that's just stupid. Uh, all right, let's get to the bottom of this. Let's go a little bit deeper. What exactly bothers you about somebody having free speech on our free speech platform? If we don't have the unilateral power to ban ideas we don't like, we'd actually have to discuss and defend our ideas based on their own merit. And what's the problem with that? It's just, Everyone who disagrees with me is a Nazi. So it's imperative that I change their mind with force and violence. Very interesting. Let's, let's try something else. I'm gonna hold up some shapes and I want you to tell me exactly what you see. Nazis, Nazis. Nazis. That one kind of looks well, like a lip. That's, Nazis, that's a little bit Nazis, of a video uh, from uh, the Babylon Bee uh, where a Twitter employee is undergoing therapy <laughs> in a safe space over the Elon Musk takeover. And um, I didn't know if you caught this, Max, but one of the uh, reporting uh, underreported events is there was a flood at uh, Twitter headquarters because of liberal tears. Uh, apparently, uh, so many of the workers there were crying that uh, the, the first floor got flooded and they all had to go up to the second floor. Uh, tears are currently pouring out of all the exits and windows of Twitter's HQ. That was reported oh, on wow. the Babylon Bee. Wow, yeah. And um, we're we're supposed to talk to, to uh, Seth Dillon, who is going to, uh, to join Donald uh, Trump Jr. at the upcoming Defense of Liberty event. Uh, this and that Thursday. event is this Thursday. I believe it is sold out. However, we do have what? Uh, uh, spe special tickets? Uh, elite well, I think tickets? there's VIP tickets there you available. Go. VIP if you go to tickets. Defense of Liberty 9 uh, IX, Defense of Liberty IX uh, com, and you can uh, you can get on there and, and uh, you know, buy some you can press the flesh, get to know Donald uh, Trump Jr. and uh, Seth Dillon. And we were hoping for Seth to join us. Um, you know, haven't seen him yet, but uh, maybe he'll call here. We're we're hoping anyway. Um, so uh, it's it's funny when you read through some of the uh, the Babylon B. If you're if you're having a bad day and you need a little uplift, uh, you know, obviously, you know, turn on uh, Mike 
uh, turn and 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 of course Gabe in the morning or or uh, Vic Purcelli. You can always get a good uplift there. Katie and Tony. Uh, of course, uh, we got Chris and Tim in the afternoon. We just have a great lineup, don't we? We do. I mean, it, it's. I love it. I love listening to the app. If I'm out the other day, I was out doing some of that. My God, the, the grass is growing like a jungle. It's unbelievable. And um, yeah, I just put in the earbuds and put on the ear, ear protectors over it and turn on the app. And you know, we can cut the grass and listen to the station at the same time. It's a good app. And um, but but if you're also wanting to get online and have some fun, you can do the Babylon Bee and you just you just scroll through some of the. Uh, some of the headlines it's just it's just hilarious i don't know how many writers they have how many creators but uh there's some creative minds out there it's you really were also funny. saying that uh, and it, it's great that we played that clip of uh, a twitter employee freaking out about elon musk possibly buying twitter because the babylon b was actually banned uh from twitter yes. for a little while because of humor i mean let's Let's really make no right. bones uh, yes. about this. They are a satire site, just like The Onion. Now, I love The Onion. I think The Onion's hilarious. Yeah. The Onion pulls no punches, and I don't believe they've ever been banned by Twitter. But the Babylon Bee, a more conservative version of The Onion, banned. Yep. That it, that that yeah, should right. concern everybody out there. Yeah, they were suspended back in, I guess it was the third or fourth week of March, a few weeks ago now. Um because they posted that they gave Rachel Levine, you know, Admiral Levine, uh, the man now turned, well, claiming they're a woman um, with the help of hormones and whatever else. Uh, and they claimed that, you know, that's a woman of the year. Uh, gave him the, that uh, or no, I guess man of the year. They man got in the trouble year, because yeah. they called yeah. him man of the year and uh, and they were suspended. It's and I don't know. I think I forget. It's ridiculous, Randy, because, again, yeah. I, I have to bring up the example of The Onion. I, I, I have a couple of Onion coffee table books, and the, the things that they get away with, yeah. which I love, I, I, I think it's so funny, and there are no sacred cows when it comes to humor. And yeah. the fact that Babylon Bee is a very funny site, and they get suspended, it just, there's such a bias there. And I, You're right. And I was, I was searching under Rachel Levine on their search uh, button and they still have Babylon B's man of the year is Rachel Levine. So that, that story is still up, but then they posted in response to the suspension, they posted a story. <laughs> I mean, it's, um, they have a spine, they have some cojones there. <laughs> they posted a story called Rachel Levine is 100% woman. And we are sorry for calling her a man. And, and it said, we, the Babylon B have decided to issue an apology after being caught in a culture war whirlwind of hatred and bigotry, we published an article naming Rachel Levine our Man of the Year. Sometimes even satirists make mistakes. Our misgendering headline was hateful, insensitive, and cruel. Rachel Levine is 100% a real, actual woman. I guess we'd have to ask Katanji Brown-Jackson, but that no, might she be doesn't the wrong know. person to ask. She, yeah, she doesn't know. <laughs> we were absolutely wrong to say otherwise. We understand now that our attempt at comedy was really, quote, punching down, close quote, at a wealthy and powerful government trans woman official, and we have no excuse. We went too far. We apologize to the trans community. We apologize to the women community, of whom Rachel Levine is clearly a part, <laughs> and has been since her birth. We hope to take this opportunity to learn, grow, and be better as satirists and as human beings. <laughs> so we invite our rears to say it with us loudly and pro pro proudly all together now and with all the strength and goodness of a thousand kindergarten teachers in Florida trying to teach five-year-olds about sex. Rachel Levine is a powerful, beautiful woman, whatever that is. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Oh, man. you. 
I, I just, I think about my, my past decades on this earth and some of the crazy stuff that's gone on. Uh, and I'm thinking now when it was clearly viewed as crazy, when Milton Berle, and I wasn't alive uh, th then, but, you know, when I saw the videos of Milton Berle, well, I guess I was in my very young youth, I guess in the early 60s, uh, you know, early to, to late 60s, Milton Berle, I think, was still alive putting on dresses. Uh, there were others who were dressing in drag and making, you know, a lot of a lot of people laugh and having fun on the on the uh, the sitcom, the shows, you know, the live entertainment shows. And, oh, I think of La Caja Fall mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of but it was clearly, OK, we're having fun at people being abnormal. Right. And there was clearly a distinction there. And now if you try to recognize that there is normal and abnormal, not better or worse. I'm not saying better or worse. I want to make that clear. I'm not being judgmental as to the underlying value of the human being named Rachel Levine. In God's eyes, Rachel Levine has value. The behavior is abnormal. Just like, and I keep going back to this analogy, here on the farm, once we saw an albino deer. I love that deer. I love albino deers. But compared to the rest of the universe of deers, that's an abnormal deer. That's all I'm saying. And to suddenly normalize this behavior, which in the interest of the procreation and the, and the, and the ongoing um, uh, continuation of our species doesn't work out real well if we have transgenders and, and, and you know, homosexuals uh, being now, if, the, if that becomes 100% normal, I guess we're extinct. I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, well. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. And, you know, every year we go, every week we go out with um, this wonderful, uh, great, great rendition by the Gaither group of uh, Glory, uh, Glory, Hallelujah. And this Sunday, it's going to have a special meaning on this Saturday, ahead of Sunday. And I hope you take it to heart. And I hope that we all celebrate with all great reverence the greatest gift ever given. And that's the forgiveness of all of our sins because of what happened a couple of millennia ago. Have a wonderful, uh, blessed Easter with your family. We'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being with us. In the beauty of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea with a glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me as he died to make men whole.